0: Welcome back to another episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancy. I'm Vincent A. Lancy, speaker, coach, and author of the books, Mr. Lancy Talks Mental Health, and Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption.
1: And I am Dr. Denise McDermott, and glad to be here this morning.
0: When I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit and run accident while walking home from a friend's birthday. After coming out of a coma, and suffering from a traumatic brain injury, or you may know of as a TBI, I soon realized that it was time to put my mental health on a very high pedestal. This transformative experience has led me to create a podcast that is all things mental health. It has also led me to create my new book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. Be sure to check it out on my website after the episode ends. Would it add value to your life to hear mental health professionals and advocates share their authentic stories relating to mental health? If you answered yes, you came to the right place. I want to start by congratulating you for making your mental health a priority. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show five stars and continue listening by subscribing. I would like to welcome you back to another episode of COVID Talks. I will continue to bring back previous guests to reconnect with you all. These guests will highlight their experiences during the COVID-19 lockdown to add immediate value to you all. For this episode, I am happy to introduce my guest from the first episode ever on this platform, Dr. Denise McDermott. Denise is one of the experts in my new book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. I met Denise by taking a chance when my first book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption came out. I researched the top mental health influencers in the field to potentially make a difference with. This guest was on the top of all of those lists. She has been in private practice since 2001, and as a medical doctor with board certifications in both adult and child psychiatry, she treats children, adolescents, and adults. Her goal is to empower you, your child, and your family to live the best life possible. Her approach is to encourage people to believe in wellness, not illness, and to lead a balanced, healthy lifestyle. Her incredible work has led her to creating the worldwide brand in Dr. Denise. So allow me to please introduce my good friend, Dr. Denise McDermott. Denise, thank you so much for coming back on the show.
1: Oh, Vince, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited about all that you're up to.
0: Me as well. Thank you so much for coming on. Would you mind please reintroducing yourself to our listeners and sharing part of your story before we dive in and get going and also touch on your role relating to mental health?
1: Yeah, great. Fantastic. I, like you, am really passionate about changing the way we think, talk, and act about mental health. I'm an integrative psychiatrist. I'm a mother. I have a podcast. Now I also have a new media company. So I'm really just expanding. Everything I do, though, is about healing. And also I like to have a give back component to everything. So it's just great to be here with you today.
0: Yeah, Denise, thank you for sharing all that. I think it's a great time to get involved. Each episode, my guest and I go through a series of six questions called the main event. For COVID Talks episodes, we will have a main event of its own. So you ready to go, Denise? Yes, let's do this. (laughs) Great. So let's begin the show with talking how your mental health was overall affected from this 2020 pandemic.
1: I have to tell you, I have been one of those people who, this has been a time of renaissance for me. So I've found that I've actually been thriving. I've been still swimming six days a week. And I think the mental health that I really want to focus on is how it's affected my patients. But I think I went into the pandemic with lots of tools, with fitness, mindfulness. I have, in fact, Vince, right now I have my Reiki candle lit next to me. I like to set focused intentions so I get more done, and it's been actually the most creative time. I think I've launched over 45 or 50 shows. Mm-hmm. So I've been having a blast, and then I also have been in a creative entrepreneur space. So I think I, my reaction to the pandemic and COVID has been to dig deeper in my creative endeavors, because I think a lot of us could get isolated and feel alone. Mm-hmm. And I find when I'm doing shows and connecting with others around the world, I don't feel that way.
0: Right. Right. Well, I can agree with you there. And I know all the work you're doing is so positive, setting the example of having good routines to get through this pandemic, the swimming. I know firsthand as well, exercising in any facet, exercise does not mean only lifting weights, improves your mental health so much. And it just creates a clear path for me to think throughout the day
1: absolutely it's so good for cognition it's good for our physical and mental fitness and for me it's a spiritual workout too when i'm in the pool that's where i get all my most creative ideas
0: (laughs) yeah i can agree with that when your brain when the juices are flowing you're feeling good creating great thoughts that's awesome but what would you say has been the most difficult part of the 2020 pandemic for you we can talk from your perspective or from your clients
1: well i'm going to be really vulnerable with you the last two weeks have been the most stressful. I've had at least four people that have wanted to commit suicide. And I've actually, because it's the pandemic, it's telehealth. And I literally, I did go and do a home visit where i picked pick someone up in my convertible. We went to my office. It's got an outside patio. I haven't been seeing patients in person, but it's really tricky with the pandemic because a lot of people don't want to go into the hospital because mm-hmm. they don't want to get COVID. And I'm talking all age groups. I've got people in college, um, housewives, different people that are really struggling. It's almost like we're at that six month mark where yes. people are hitting a breaking point where they're like, is this really, how much longer can this happen? When do I get to see my loved ones? So to be really honest with you, the other thing that's hard is I'm a single mom. Okay. So I will be on a call with you or telehealth and i I hear that my son did not log on to zoom. He does not love school I'm sort of hiring out someone to help him stand tasks, task, but they can't always be here mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of parents struggling around the world, it's difficult to manage work and our kids doing home, like distance learning
0: I can agree with that. You're definitely juggling a lot of tasks and especially for children, which is why I'm really excited for the book to come out as these kids have their whole lives pretty much relied on their adult figures they have everything out of their hands. And the only thing they knew was school goes to your friends has been taken away.
1: Yes. Yes. And also when you've got an 11 year old, like I do, you know, I've been, he literally, if he's bored in the middle of a lecture, he'll just log off. And I will get a message from the teacher saying, Karen's logging off again. Cause he's like, he's like, mom, I'm not learning. And then he's like, mom, your report card's just a piece of paper. And I'm like, Kieran, <laughs> dude, like he's already got little entrepreneur ideas. I'm like, you I was just going to
0: say it. that. <laughs> he's got a role model and with you that's showing him that if you do work hard and you do believe in yourself, whichever route you want to take, you can succeed. But unfortunately, it's more than a piece of paper at that age.
1: <laughs> yes, it sure is. So I, and he's a negotiator too. You would love him. So once COVID lifts, if you ever come to LA, you're going to get a kick out of Kieran.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to our first time actually meeting each other. We've been collaborating on a bunch of projects up until now. But Denise, what are some ways that you've been coping with the additional change and stress from this pandemic?
1: Well, I will. I am really fortunate. I call it your quarantine crew or your pandemic crew. Mm -hmm. So one of the big game changers for me, as I don't know about you, but when you're trying to limit your exposure to COVID, I have a couple few people that are also part of my Ascension team for the new media company. One in particular, our friendship's amazing. And she has an extra wing to her house and she knows how hard I work keeping patients alive. And we're, we have a creative process where we're working on some music lyrics and prose, so one of the big ways I've been coping and feel so fortunate is I, I head out of what I call my Hunger Games district, everyone. <laughs> and when I get in the car, I'm like, dun, 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 leaving Manhattan Beach. And I head on over to Pacific Palisades, and I literally feel like I go and like hit reset And I have a place where I've got, there's a pool and I have a chance to meditate and we do creative endeavors. So that has been, I I know everyone's listening like, oh, if only we could all be so fortunate to have a friend that has a setup like that. (laughs) But I actually feel like I'm really blessed. Like I work so hard and the only way I can help to really create that sacred space to help people to decide to stay on earth is if I take care of myself. And I think a lot of people that are first-line responders or psychiatrists or mental health providers, we often put others so ahead of ourselves, we don't take care of our own mental health. So I feel like this has been something that's almost been essential for me. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't know how I would be managing helping my patients and my son.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think that's a great preview you just gave to everybody listening on unintentionally where your part in the book coming out, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health self care self love making sure those things are prioritized, so that's awesome.
1: yeah, no, I talk um universal truths, awareness, self love, and altruism, and I'm so excited about your book because I think prevention and talking about your inner world, your feelings, good habits, that helps us to stay on the top of our game. I mean, everyone can still have a tough day, though. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have tough days. I'm sure you have tough days. But when we have those other resiliency factors, it really, really makes it easy to bounce back.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. And you previewed this before, but what are some positives that ended up coming out of the 2020 pandemic for you? I know we have Ascension. Let's learn more about that.
1: Yeah. So a couple things. Number one, we have a couple things. We have a docuseries that's in pre-production called Eight Days Mental Health, where I'm the lead doctor and producer. Bob Marley's nephew contacted me in June. He's amazing. He's done other docuseries on reversing diabetes, ones on um, coping with cancer, another one called Eight Days Cancer. And so what happened is I needed to house my entertainment and my educational and mental health Endeavors in a different um, house, so to speak. So I have my Dr. Jenny Sum D private practice, and then I'm like, wait, it's time. So I really am about to launch the Ascension Media Company, and I thought it was going to be me only, but you're going to see I have a team that's a whole huge team that I've assembled in the last eight weeks. So I have a series. You know how you have two different shows. I have the Dr. Denise show, and now right before the election, we're going to record our first show next week of the Ascension, and we're going to be, this is the first time I've ever even announced this, each show is going to be for the first season devoted to a universal truth. So, the wow. very first show is going to be a parallel process of everything about integrity. And I have, you're going to love this. I have my black spiritual doppelganger. Dr. Andrea Best, she's also an integrative psychiatrist and understands the universe from a quantum standpoint. Jennifer Schaefer, who's actually a practicing medium. So we have some, with someone called the Ascension Medium, and co, I asked her to be co-founder. And then Kathleen O'Toole, my best friend from elementary school, just like you've integrated friends of yours in your book. Kathleen mm-hmm. and I have known each other since we're 10, and she's an Emmy Award-winning news reporter. And so we're going to have this incredible show line up with guests, and I'll tell you more about it offline because it's just coming together. But how cool is that to have something that you birthed right during this time?
0: It's amazing, and I'm very proud of you. I know how much work you put in behind the scenes, the long days. As you mentioned, you're also juggling being a single mother and having your practice. But we previewed this question a little bit, which I'm grateful you did for because of all the value in it. We all have children in our lives, whether it be our own, siblings, cousins, or friends. What advice do you have for everybody listening on with the mental health of the children in their lives?
1: Well, this is one of the most challenging things, everyone, because I think a lot of our kids, and my son included, are too much on their video games. Mm. So one, it's so hard, Vince, I can't even explain it because, you know, we do have a gated community and there's a pool, but you have to do sign up genius. You can't just, you can't just go that easily. Yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: And it's not in our community. I don't know about yours. We have to have our masks on when we're out and my son has sensory issues. So he doesn't even like wearing a mask.
0: Mm. And
1: so one of the biggest challenges is getting him the right amount of physical fitness. And also, I don't think he's learning that much to be really honest with you. In, I the, rem- have-
0: in the remote setting?
1: Yeah. The remote setting is like really not good for him. I have someone I'm very fortunate that lives in the complex that comes over for about three hours a day to help him. So he's at least learning something, but I've just had to surrender as a parent because of his own learning challenges that he's not going to get all of his assignments done. I cannot stress about that. There's no way I can manage a full practice manage creative endeavors. And my son and I's neurostyle do not work together for me being his teacher. So I think one big piece of advice for everyone is know your own role with your child. He and I have a blast together. So like the fun thing I'll tell you is number one, he's super creative. So one day we had, so the ways we're coping is number one, I got him a punching bag. So he has to pick like either a punching bag or he loves to dance or swim. Those are his three fitness. And then he likes to video edit. So maybe someday he'll end up helping you. So we were like having a, Ridiculous, ridiculously stressful day of school. In fact, so much so, I thought to myself, another Zoom bites the dust. And I did, a, I'd like, you know, another one bites the dust. Oh, yeah. So then I did a less than five minute podcast just making fun of how tough it is with school. You might want to put the link to that. And then yes. Kieran and I made our own memes. He was like looking at the Dr. Denise show, and out of nowhere, he recorded himself going, Hey, it, welcome to the Dr. Denise show bum 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 yeah and then he turned that into a meme he's a good-looking guy but he likes to make ugly faces of himself uh-huh. so one day vince just to kind of cope we cope with laughter yeah, so yeah. we got the fitness part we got the boxing or the dancing and then we use laughter and humor in our home so we actually launched a meme that he and i did together and i put mm-hmm. the family that memes together stays together
0: I'll have to check it out. But that's amazing. (laughs) The bond you have with your son is inspiring for others, especially in this situation, how close you are. But I can definitely agree with the remote setting with education. For me, it was the experience. I chose University of Tampa as one of the factors because of the small class size. I needed the ability to ask questions and interact. When I'm just behind the computer, I don't think I would have the same takeaways either
1: oh my gosh, I'm seriously, this is one thing I need to share. They said, oh, get these ingredients for the science thing. So I thought I was like being mom and my mom's like, do you have all the ingredients in the home? I'm like, no, I'm not Betty Crocker. Yeah. So And I was making like these heroic efforts, getting Amazon Prime to, d- to like deliver lemon juice, this Alka-Seltzer. I think they were going to explode something in my kitchen, right? Uh. So I could all perfect. And then, then like gave me paper cups. I didn't have paper cups. So I took duct tape and I made these like makeshift paper cups. I was so proud of myself. So then listen to this. He goes to the science lab. He just stares off into space. And he goes, Mom, I didn't really understand it. And it was heartbreaking because I'm like, oh, no, like Mm -hmm. if he was in class, the teacher would have helped him. They would have come over there. And I had a patient schedule at the time. Mm -hmm. So then I had his babysitter try to help. But it's just not the same, Vince.
0: Yeah.
1: Kids out there. I just shout out to all of you parents and educators. I was also asked to be part of a college class. And the college professor said she started crying the week before, she actually canceled her class early because all the kids in the Zoom window or early young adults were just staring at her. And she had no idea if they were learning or not. She did say that they, even though they didn't seem engaged when I lectured, that they liked it, but you're not getting that reciprocal communication. You're not getting that um, that personal touch. I think all of us at the six month mark are wanting hugs. You know, If we don't have a good quarantine crew, I think our kids are suffering with their education. I think we're suffering because we need more hugs.
0: Yeah, I think we need to continue to thrive together because of how difficult the situation is. That's a great way to put it. But Denise, thank you so much for coming back on for episode 50. You're on episode one. So thank you for these milestone episodes. I know the listeners are going to see all the value in your episode. I really enjoyed how you kept the positivity. You were talking about all the great things you're continuing to accomplish even through this adversity. I really enjoyed the segment you taught everybody about how you're handling your situation with your kids, because I think that can help them. But it is time for the last word. And as you remember, I also do this on my other podcast, What It's Really Like to Be an Entrepreneur, because I want the listeners to really get to know the guests I bring on. Is there something you would like to share with everybody that we did not get to touch on yet today?
1: Yeah, this has to do with mental health. We touched briefly, but I really feel like when you are your own best friend, that's when you have the highest level of mental health or wellness. And for me, my assignment to everyone be to find out what you enjoy doing the most. And what I'd like to share is for me personally, I go from crises to creativity. And when I go back to creativity or entrepreneurship or having time with someone like yourself, creativity fuels my soul. And then I stay in the place of gratitude. So for me, gratitude is my secret sauce and then I back that up with creativity and that keeps my own mental health really thriving during this difficult time. That's why I look so happy in all the pictures. Cause I have like a, like almost like a workout plan, like mm-hmm. dun, 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 crisis, dun, 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 oh. dun, a new show. And by the way, that dun, dun, dun is the way I entertain myself in my mind. Uh. Sometimes there's so many boring things we have to do as adults. So be grateful, be creative and just have fun.
0: Yes, I love that. Would you mind now, please, sharing your professional social media? The website, ways for our listeners to either request your services or follow your endeavors.
1: Yeah, on all social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I am at, at DrDeniseMD, MD, and it's drdenisemd.com. And then I'm going to give you the site link now. We don't have the social media is almost set up, but you're going to love this. I didn't even know this existed. It's ascensionmedia.love that's launching. My um, web person's like, there's a dot me, there's a dot this. I'm like, is there a dot love? So I didn't know that. I I didn't either. I just thought of it in my head and she's (sighs) like, there is. So I'm ascensionmedia.love for my team. So that's going to have a lot of cool shows. And so thank you so much, Vince.
0: Absolutely. It's my pleasure. And it's also social media time for the show. And we're on whichever platform you like to use. We're at a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancey on LinkedIn, on Instagram and Facebook. We're at a mental health break. And on Twitter, it's Podcasts by Lancey, so you get updates from this show and what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. If you check out my books, DM me. I would love to hear from you all, and I do offer signed copies. Make sure you stay on the lookout for Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health just a few weeks away. We also have Left or Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm is Changed, all on my website now. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancy five stars. I work hard to find value delivering guests for you each episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on the next episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancy.